This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 29. What to do if you need time to think on the speaking test. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we are here to show you how to get the seven that you need on your next IELTS exam. Subscribe to our show and join Jessica Beck, the examiner of excellence, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Portland, Oregon, and Boston, Massachusetts, USA. Are you wondering what to do if you need to stop and think during the IELTS speaking test? Today, find out how to use that moment to increase your vocabulary score and to buy extra time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica. Hello, Lindsay. How you been? (laughs) (laughs) Not, not too bad. And you? (laughs) Really good. You know, when I say not bad to some of my students, they, they think it means that it's not great. So it must be bad. Oh. So I'm great. I'm great. I'll say that. Oh, man. The nuances of English, right? <laughs> it's tough. It can be tough. It can be tough. Absolutely. We we understand. And and the speaking section can also be tough sometimes, right? Of Especially course. when our mind goes blank. Yeah. And unfortunately, you can't handle this like a native speaker would do in normal <laughs> circumstances. Which is, what would a native speaker do? Uh... Uh, uh, um, I yeah, I do that a lot throughout the day. Um, but <laughs> no. yeah, you really can't do that on the test if there yeah. are too many ums and ahs or mm-hmm. silence, which is the worst. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. um, your fluency score goes down, and it might even affect your pronunciation score. You know? Oh, it's in, it's interesting that silence is a problem because. So this is a place where it seems like the scoring really deviates from real life yeah. native speaking, right? Because silence, I think, is actually a good thing. Um, totally. In conversation, it's better than using um. I mean, on this show, yeah. we also use uh and um all the time because we're trying to give you guys natural native English, the way we speak it without changing it or making it special just for you. So, but that's interesting how this seems. So, so you get marked down for silence, huh? Yeah. So. You're graded on four things, right? And the the first thing you're graded on um is fluency and coherence. So if you if there is silence or if you say uh um uh then that reflects poorly on your fluency score. Like it could wow. it could drop down to a five, you know? And if there's wow, too much silence, it drops down to a four. So you just mm-hmm. you need what, what the point we're we're getting to here in a roundabout mm-hmm. way is that you mm-hmm. need some phrases to buy yourself time to think. If you're, if your mind goes blank or you're, you're nervous and you can't think of what to say right away, 
You need a few go-to phrases that you can use to buy yourself some time uh, to to avoid the silence. Yeah. Yeah. And and the phrase go-to is really just to quickly explain what that means. So Mm. easy, simple, uh, convenient phrases to to use to literally go to them, right? So we can use go to as just, you know, as just an adjective to describe the type of phrase we're using here, guys. So you can copy and paste these phrases into your speaking section here when you don't know what to say. I really, I really love this idea of, of copy and pasting some of our words into our listeners answers, like literally taking these words and like maybe hearing our voice coming out of their mouth on the exam. I know. It's so funny. So this is a way to hack the exam, right? Yeah. Hack the IELTS exam. <laughs> the secrets you will get nowhere else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nowhere else. Um, yeah, so let's so, get into it then. Let's let our listeners know what those phrases are. Yeah. So um, I think a really good one is to be honest if you can't, if your mind just goes blank. So maybe you could say, honestly, I am a little bit nervous right now and my mind just went blank. Uh, mm. There there are two good things about that. First of all, you're being honest and you're showing that you're that you're like a good person to the exam to the examiner and that you're trying to do your best. Mm-hmm. And the second mm-hmm. thing is you're using an idiom. My mind went blank which will get you a good vocabulary score. Oh, very good. Yeah. Very so good. memorizing. So you really are. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say you really are taking advantage. You're leveraging your anxiety to actually get yourself a better score. It's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Some of my, some students that I've talked about this method with or this strategy with, um, they think, well, does, won't this hurt my answer? And the answer is definitely not. It'll improve your vocabulary score. It will improve your fluency score. So this is, this is a, a guaranteed trick. Just memorize these four or five phrases and sprinkle them throughout the exam. <laughs> A five is okay, a six is good, but a seven is what you need to follow the career path and education path that you want. So to do that on the IELTS, you need to know what the examiner wants on the speaking section. But you can find out today, guys, now for free. If you go to allearsenglish.com slash evaluation and download our free cheat sheet to find out what the examiner wants on the IELTS speaking section. That's allearsenglish.com slash E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. I love it. And the third good thing that it'll do is that by naming something that you're feeling, this is on the softer side, right? The anxiety side. But yeah. when you're feeling something, by naming it, it makes you relax and it makes the examiner relax. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it does help the candidate to relax by by being honest and just sort of saying like, whew, let me just tell you this is a difficult test, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what's another word uh, that we could replace for honestly, another option? Mm, I like the word frankly. That's a, Ooh. it's sort of a more formal word for honestly. It's formal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's good. It's good. It's very natural, very native-like. Yeah, mm. totally. So, so honestly, you could say like, honestly, I've, um, I'm nervous right now. You could say, frankly, this isn't something I'm used to talking about. 
Yeah, I like it. I like it. Frankly, this isn't something I'm used to talking about. Good phrase. Yeah, and、Good、that's、one. you know, I think that's definitely usable on the test because. Um, you know, of course, not every topic is gonna be something you talk about every day, even in your own language. Um, yeah, like I don't know, describe your apartment. How do you really sit around describing <laughs> your apartment to people?、Yeah. No, so <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of a challenge. So, so、yeah. name that challenge and use a phrase or something that makes you sound more native when you're actually naming the challenge. It's, it's、yeah. brilliant. We're killing, yeah, we're 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 really.、Um, I was gonna say killing three birds in one stone, <laughs> but I have to stop using that idiom <laughs> on the show because people are gonna think that I go and kill birds. <laughs> It is a terrible <laughs> idiom, isn't it? Like I, I don't like using that terrible. either. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Okay, so what are some other phrases that we could use that we could copy and paste when we get nervous? Yeah, so there are a few shorter phrases that I think you can easily remember, such as "Hmm, that's a good question." <laughs> what I what I like about this is it really welcomes good intonation, and this, of course, is going to help your pronunciation score. So. Just how I said it, you know, just emphasizing the good, like, hmm, that's a good question. <laughs> okay, I like it. Hmm, that's a good question. I like、yeah. it. I like it. It's a good opportunity for that intonation. Yeah, yeah, totally. So that'll that'll help you help you buy time to think and improve your pronunciation score. You can also say, hmm, wow, let me think about that. Yeah, and also just using the I, well, I don't know what we would call that, but saying hmm, right? Because I know that in different languages we say that in a in a different way, right?、Oh, I know wow, in、right. Japanese there's a certain way that they say eight doll, right? You're thinking in Japanese,、oh. and so if you're doing that, that means you're really thinking in English, and I imagine that would set you apart, you know, by just using that hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I wouldn't. Overuse it because it would sound like a,、mm, uh, uh, like uh, an um. Yeah,、right. so、it's not an um. It's not an uh. But right, we don't want to overuse it. <laughs> yeah,、so、just a quick like.、Mm, let me think about that. Or、um, another one is just another like honest to name the challenge. Like, ooh, I've、mm-hmm. never thought about that before. Good one. <laughs> love it. Love it. These are super useful. Useful phrases. Should we jump into a quick role play, Jessica, and see if we can implement some of these into our、uh, our our practice、sure. speaking section yeah, here? For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Lindsay,、um, mm-hmm. let's let's do a, a part three question. Something that's always difficult.、Um, Lindsay,、yeah. what are the benefits of coed education? Hmm. Let me think about that for a minute. That's a great question. Honestly, you know, this is something that that I'm not used to talking about. You know, it's not something I think <laughs> about every day. You know, I've never really thought about that before. But you know, I suppose one benefit could be that you know we learn about the opposite gender, right? We learn about the way people think differently in the world、mm. based on our gender. I think、yeah. that could be useful. Yeah, totally. Yeah,、mm-hmm. that was a great answer. I give you a nine. That was fantastic. Oh wow! I got a nine. <laughs> I was hoping for a seven, but I got a nine. See, exceeding expectations. Very good. <laughs> Because I copied and pasted. Okay, good. But、so、that, that one, I used a few of them there. You、right? did. You、mm-hmm. used like four of them. That was amazing.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you wanna do you wanna ask me one? Sure. What what's a common question? So,、um, let's see, Jessica, could you tell me about your dining room in your home? 
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't think I've ever described my dining room to anybody. Well, let's see. It's small. I live in a small house, but I do have a really nice table um, with a bowl of fruit on it, just so we look <laughs> healthy and have some color <laughs> on the table. <laughs> There you go. There's my expert answer. <laughs> oh, I like it. I mean, another good one that you used here that I heard, but we didn't talk about it before is let's see. Yeah. I don't think we had talked about that one we before. Didn't. That's a That's good a one. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. That's a great time filler. Yeah. Let's see, right? You really could be thinking. So I think the essence of today's message is, right, buying yourself that time. That's really what you're doing. So it's a little bit less about anxiety, more about when your mind goes blank and you just don't know. You're scrambling for the answer. Yeah. And you're inserting these phrases to give yourself some time. Exactly. Yeah. So we know that you're going to be nervous. I would be nervous too on the exam. Mm-hmm. But if you go in and you're ready to use these phrases, you know, repeat them, repeat them to yourself while you're waiting. This is yep. another way to use mm-hmm. that waiting time. Just oh, say yeah. these phrases over, you know, to yourself and then just use them on the test and press the examiner with your vocabulary and your amazing pronunciation and also give yourself time to think about a good answer. I love it. This is so useful. So guys, listen to this episode more than once. Don't just listen to it once and think that you have the phrases and that you're ready. Listen to it three times and then go out. And as we said before, practice with natives. Practice using this in everyday conversations before your exam. Exactly. Really, really get that in your head. You just use it as much as you can. So you're more, it's more likely for it to pop out on the exam day. (laughs) Totally. Totally. I love it. Oh, this is useful. Thank you so much for this, Jessica. This has been great. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. And have a good one. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.